Welcome, 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 welcome everybody back to Becky Left the Chats Mixtapes feed. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hello. And we are here on what we're going to be dubbing our special sleepover episodes. These are episodes where we take a bunch of topics and put them together because something cool is happening that month. And it's October. It's Halloween. So we grabbed some popcorn earlier, Mm -hmm. sat around and watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which was a movie that came out this past summer in 92. But we left it off purposely just to kind of use it for this special episode. And we're just going to kind of talk about the Halloween trends and what it was like when we were a kid trick-or-treating. You ready, Jen? Yes, but I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room. What would that be? That we've disappeared and now we're back. Um, so let's see. May or may not have had the flu. Definitely had COVID. Went on a couple <laughs> vacations. Had somebody living with us for a few weeks. What else did I miss? Business trip. A bit and a business trip too. So we've been uh, a little bit on the busy side. So now we're back and we're getting back into oh. a uh, weekly schedule. And we forgot to silence our phones. Well, Sorry. someone did. Someone <laughs> did, and that's why we're doing our special sleepover episode. We will also have a sleepover episode and thanks for um, November and December of this year. So, do you want to? Um... Let's hash this out right on the podcast, as we do. Do you want to have weekly episodes in November and December? We may, but we're definitely going to try to do some sleepover episodes, Do a special, too. like, holiday ones. Because yeah. there, there's a lot of groundwork we can lay for next year with these kind of episodes. And then they also give us an opportunity if we're like, hey, a couple cool things happen, let's say, next October, next November, next Christmas. We could throw them all together to have one conversation, especially if music movies tv they all cross over together if they do it's cool to then have that episode we can even have you know if there's a special july 4th thing it's just something that we're going to introduce and then that way it allows us the opportunity like this month you know i mean tv shows are in full swing but all the tv shows came back last september we were talking about tv last uh last month too so all the tv shows came back they're all in their full swing but we decided to watch an episode of roseanne Right, which was their Halloween episode. Yeah, they do. Which they do one every year. They do like big Halloween episodes, or they did big Halloween episodes. And Roseanne was one of your favorite sitcoms as a kid. We also whose wasn't. We did watch the potpourri, um, potpourri themed best, shall we say, um, costume of the year, which was (laughs) we we watched Batman. Right, we watched Batman Returns. Oh yeah, yeah. And Catwoman was the number one costume, and kids were popping off being Batman as well. So we covered that already, and we also, um, you know, watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I think one of the most important movies for the kind of pop culture '90s. I, it's gonna, it's going to be something that is gonna launch a TV show. It's gonna launch the career of Joss Whedon, who's gonna end up making Marvel movies, bringing the Avengers together, which now is one of the biggest pop culture phenomenons there is. Help Disney buy Star Wars and lay the roadmap. And all of it starts from... All of it's because of Buffy? I mean... Who knows? He wrote that movie, right? Right. So it all starts there. It all starts with that movie getting picked up. It's got some guy from Beverly Hills 90210, which I think (laughs) is pretty important. It's got some other guy who was on our Saturday morning cartoons in Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I mean, it's like, it's a lot going on in that movie. It's a lot to digest there. And like I said, I mean, for a lot of people, um, some of the peak, I think, kind of angsty, 
sitcom, not sitcoms, like dramedies who came out in the 90s too, right? You had like, I mean, you had Channel 11 by us, which was the CW, right? WB is what it was back in the 90s, but it had like Felicity and like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and like, what was the other show? Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, like Roswell. There were all these like shows that were really geared towards like preteens and youth, but like that, a lot of really famous people came out of those shows. Right. And a sure. lot of and a lot of the My So Called Life, Claire Danes and Jared Leto. I was gonna say that too. Um this was a lot of storytelling that was there that really set the groundwork for a lot of, you know, nineties teen, angsty type things. And that was the place to go because we still were kind of in the network model and we've gone away from that now. I mean, now you can just go on Netflix or whatever you want and watch those shows. So it's a little different. So this movie ended up launching a show, which then ended up you know, being a huge deal for sci-fi and stuff on TV. Man, stuff was on TV for a long time. Uh, Buffy? Yeah. And then Angel, this stuff was on for a long time. And then what, like, Charmed eventually got on too? I mean, I'm not saying that that's directly related to this, but it's all, like, in that same sphere of that hour-long situational dramedy shows. Like, all... Like, Like supernatural. They're all supernatural. Yeah. yeah, But they don't do that now as much because that's more on Netflix. It's more event-type stuff. watch network tv as much so but i don't, I don't think they do know. it i mean I, i'm just your, your parents watch something called like uh well there's something with ghosts but that's ghost on, that's, on, that's on nbc it. it's a half hour sitcom about ghosts that haunt a house <laughs> yeah and so like these people live in the house and then like, they can communicate with the ghosts and so the ghosts <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a comedy uh, it's by the people who did young sheldon like so of course that's right oh, up the alley for course, like my parents you know what i mean yes, big bang yes. yeah so Long story short, like, I felt like this was a really important movie. You kind of, as we're watching it, glared at me a little to be like, really? And then even now, you're kind of like, hmm. So, I mean, like, this is a mission statement that I'm going to work on for for a majority of the next couple years and seasons of the show to kind of show you, like, these are, this is why this matters. You're just going to try to mansplain things to me this whole show? No, because it's actually <laughs> funny. We have another podcast, um, which we're we're rebranding both of these for next year. And relaunching both of them on their own new feeds. And that one is uh, going to be an investigative podcast as well. It's wrestling related. But this is going to be, you know, if, if this is the mission statement I have to use to show you why this movie was important, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I mean I'll go with it. I liked this movie when I was a kid. I was excited to rewatch it. I'm not anti-Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, no. By I'm, any means. I, I, in it, I didn't really watch the show at all, but I really liked the movie when I was younger. See, I'm also not out here to be like, it is the most influential thing, blah, blah, blah. But it's just one of those things where you're like, when you think like, okay, this movie happened now. Like there was one scene in it where they're just literally talking um, right in the school about what they're going to do for the dance and how important it is and blah, blah, blah. And it is like, that scene is like the scene from clueless which comes out three four years later and i know that they use those in other like 80s movies but it was just almost like just a straight parallel like they just copied and pasted and it's that's so, the first time i saw that scene so then that's you know it's just I like think a, a lot of people it's just a lunch it. scene it's just like a kids hanging out eating lunch or sitting outside for a minute scene that I, see if you want to be contrarian about it i'm just saying it's almost like they're copying and pasting clueless is i'm a just big saying 90s movie. twilight had a scene like that too like but, you but, know. but twilight came out many years later where do you think they come up with the idea but i mean in a in a high school setting, I mean, I am going to be contrarian to this, because in a high school setting, like, if you want to have the characters, like, talk to each other, have any kind of dialogue, like, you're not... 
puts the popular people talking about this. If you and don't then, and then want it to be the with main... a teacher there, it's going to be in like a, a either an outdoor or cafeteria type but setting. But the main Lockers. character of Clueless ends up like, you know, with the with the older guy that's not really like, you know, that not the same Her guy. Her stepbrother? She's... Okay. Again. Though, do you mean Paul Rudd? Yeah, no, I know it's Paul oh, no, Rudd. I, I know it's your stepbrother, but I'm just saying, like the kind of the parallels where it's like, here's I wasn't sure the if person. You meant the boy she went on a date with. No, here's the person that's popular, that's whatever, that has her own life, has her, you know, is the uh, idyllic high school girl that then changes and matures throughout the movie and becomes like a strong, independent person, and that's part of what Buffy was. I can part see of parallels. What Clueless is. There's a lot parallels. of like parallels. So again, when one comes before the other, I all see you can parallels, do... but I don't think that it is a um, you that unique of an idea that it uh, a coming of age story where a character grows in high school. You know what I mean? Um, also, Clueless isn't that after like a Shakespeare. I mean, no, it's a. Uh, is it Emma? I think it's the book Emma. It might be. But, I mean, this is clearly camp. Clearly campy. I just enjoyed... You know, w- when we watched it, I've seen it a, f- a few times over the years. Every couple of years I watch it when it's on TV and stuff. Obviously, Luke Perry's in it, who's in 90210. Um, you have I, is it Christy Swanson, right? She's the main Kristen person. Kristen Swanson. Kristen Swanson, Yeah. Um, who she's Buffy. You had Donald Sutherland, who I was making the joke to you to be like his son was a vampire, so he's trying to get back at all the vampires from Lost Boys, which yes. was, which you just seen, which is a great movie. Um, Keeper Sutherland's dad. You had Pee Wee Herman, uh, Mr. Paul Rubens, who's wonderful in this movie as not you know Pee Wee, but then also like there with you to kind of make you feel safe, right? Like in no way, shape, or form did you think he was anything other than like a little bit comedically devilish, right? You had a throwback to Teen Wolf because they had a cool basketball scene in the school, which was fun. Do you know a fun fact about that basketball scene? What's that? Do you know who one of the opposing players was? No. Ben Affleck. Really? Yeah. So you had at least two Academy Award winners in this film. Yeah, for like a unless, split second. Unless I don't Donald, even, I didn't see it. I just was reading trivia and uh, Unless, it. unless like, Donald Sutherland won one, and then I'm sorry, he might have. But I mean, you have Hilary Swank's in this movie. That's her. This is her first role. And then, like you said, if Ben Affleck's in this movie. And apparently, David also, in this movie. also, another 90210-ian, Seth Green is, like, when you know when they're, like, the vampires on the ledge outside of the gym? Mm-hmm. He is the vampire. You can't see his face. But if you know it's him, you can tell because of his, like, That's, red hair and his haircut. So, again, I just keep saying the same thing. Look at all the people and look at where all this goes, all from one movie. Like, it's not about the movie being good. It's not about the movie changing the landscape. It's about the idea. It's about how it launches careers. It's about where you can kind of track these people going forward. That was my whole idea. That's my mission statement. You're helping me with the needless trivia. I'm not, um... I'm not... You're helping me I'm not arguing with with you about it. Ben Affleck learned a lot about acting from this feature film, from being an extra at the basketball scene. I mean, I'm sure if you ask him, he'd be like, yeah, what was it like to be an extra on that scene? He probably would ignore me as he's drinking his Dunkin' Donuts and smoking his coffee. No, he probably loves... Smoking his coffee. I didn't even notice that you said that. I know. That's why I'm like, you don't even... But Every, when you said that, I just pictured that meme of him, like, you know, leaning up against the wall, smoking I, that, a cigarette yes. and, you know, the, as a New York <laughs> Jets fan last week, uh, one of our players got hurt. And that was just one of the memes that they they just had just him just being like, oh, I can't have anything nice. But uh, <laughs> um, it's just it's 
again, just something really cool to kind of track and watch. And that was why I wanted to kind of save this movie and save this movie for this kind of discussion, just because I feel like it's more open. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is the plot, because the plot, I mean, is what it is. Watch the movie or don't watch the movie. It's just about where the where the people go from this movie, right? And, like, how it kind of launches things and how it kind of changes the landscape. Because it was the first time that I can remember. I know one of your favorite movies is, um, you know, hey, I'm throwing out there, Monster Squad, right? Fuck yeah. And I enjoyed The Goonies for what it is, right? A lot of people love The Goonies and stuff, and you love these kind of movies. But a lot of those movies, they either were, like, kind of just kids or just, like, kind of too... They took themselves too serious. This movie took itself just kind of the right level. You know, like, you even you watch it now and you're like, it, it's just at, like, the right level. It's campy. It's campy. But it understands it's campy. But it still ages well enough to watch it. It's never too offensive. Scene. The death scene with Paul Rubens. Oh, it's so good. It's so... And that's, like, I... I haven't seen this movie since I was probably 16, 17. And you remember I, that, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I know that death scene is coming up. And I remember certain things that she said, like, I just want to graduate move to Europe, marry Christian Slater, and die. Like, mm-hmm. I remember that. Like, just certain things about this movie. Christian Slater reference <laughs> again. 90s reference, you know. Peak, peak Apparently, lady. Apparently, she was 90s. supposed to say, because I read trivia's before, she was supposed to say Charlie Sheen. Oh, really? Yeah, but they were in a movie together just before this. They were in a, what is that movie where they're in a car? Uh, is it The Runaway or The Getaway? or? Okay, continue. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, they were in a movie, so, so they, they changed it. Uh, pretty cool i think you're right it is christy swanson right yeah i think so yeah you're right so it's just you know but maybe it, it's short for Kristen, and we're both right possible it's just one of those things that i really uh you know again i just i'm always surprised when you watch some of these movies especially now you're watching 30 years later and you just see all the people that are in them in the background that yeah. had parts didn't have parts and maybe how you know where they went or if you you know, if it looked like, wow, that person was really good in that role then, and then, like, you see where they go from there kind of deal, you know, and just to kind of think about how their career arcs map out. Yeah, it's cool. It's also, like, kind of sad, because, like, Luke Perry died. Yeah. You know, we lost him a few years ago now. Yeah, yeah, but and I he mean... He wasn't very old at all. No. But, and he was so, I mean, he's so young in this movie, you know? Yeah, they all are. And, I mean, again, it, it you know, 90210 is going to be a huge, huge, huge property, huge deal. Is that out yet? Yeah, it is, right? It might have just started. I'm looking at, I'm gonna, um, maybe a year. Probably started, like, I, maybe 91. You know, maybe 90, but, I mean, I feel like 91. But it's gonna that's going to be a big 90s thing. And that and it's going to be, like, that's going to go into Melrose Place, which is then, it, that's all pushing the envelope of, like, kind of sex on TV into the late 90s and, like, all the issues that you're going to kind of tackle while also still doing the same one-hour format with, like, 25 yeah. episodes a season. So you're having these episodes, the ridiculousness that goes on and all the plots for all these network, t- network TV shows. It was, it came out in 1990, so it was already... Um, yeah, what, when did it come out in Because I remember knowing who, it, it came out. In the summer or the spring uh, or the fall? Fall. Okay, so it's fall. October, so it's been out for two years. It's and how, I mean, how many episodes does it say? Was the first one like 13 oh episodes? God, no, I'm just asking. so... Because I feel like it has like 200 episodes. Hold on, I'll tell you. Am I it wrong? does, yeah, it does have 200 episodes. But it has it 22 episodes in the first season, and that is um, the season with the least amount of episodes, so... Yeah, it says it was 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has like 246 episodes or something. Yeah, 10 seasons, so it ran throughout the whole 90s. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We have to do a special 90210 episode. Oh, yeah. We watch some of the main 
We won't do that now, but we do need to do That'd that. That'd be a good sleepover, but it has 10 seasons. <gasps> we gotta do a good sleepover on that. Did you ever watch that? Like, re- or I mean, like, in passing, or do, do we yes. ever into it? No, well, okay, so let's back up for one second. Okay. Part of the cool part when you do this podcast or any podcast, listen to podcasts about the 90s or try to reminisce about this stuff, is the most important thing to remember is that there was not anything on demand right so it makes it seem old when we talk that way but on demand didn't exist and so if you're home on a saturday and that's what's on tv you can choose between that you know a baseball game a mash rerun or whatever so i i would see them because they would be on like tv and i would not be doing anything because i'm like 10 11 12 whatever maybe i would maybe it's a rainy day and you're just sitting watching tv so you're watching channel 11 or channel 9 and it's the next thing that comes on especially with in syndication because mm-hmm. once these shows get in syndication and they're just on on the few cable channels you have the cable channels are just running them so you're just watching this in the background because there's really not much else you have to do like and i mentioned on demand because it's two different things like we're sitting here you're on your ipad getting answers right Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here on my phone looking at different things, but also like video games and stuff like that. Like you had what you had at your house. If you had eight games and you beat them all and didn't want to play them, you didn't have anything else. Yeah, it was either go get another game. So if your friends weren't home and you weren't whatever, the TV's on, that's what's on. So I saw it like that. I didn't, it wasn't appointment viewing for me. I didn't watch it all the time, but it was on. I definitely have seen a lot of episodes, but it's an hour. Oh yeah. That's a lot. It's, it's like You're heavy because it's ridiculous. a young boy. Like, yeah. I'm sure, like, I loved it when it first came out. But I was, like, a little girl. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Teenagers. You know, like, the whole thing was, like, L.A. or Beverly Hills, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, high school romance. Like, it was cool when you are a kid. But you are a boy. You didn't care about that. No, but it was, like... It was still like high schooly, even though they yeah, didn't look like they were whatever. It was thirty five. The options they were. at this point for high school is <laughs> Saved by the Bell and this. Ugh, Saved by the Bell. So both of them make high school seem like it's fucking free for all, right? Like once yeah. I get to high school, it's a fucking free for all. You can do whatever, right? And you got the goofy side, and then you got like the you know they were tackling more serious things. But again, they're all older, so that was part of the ridiculousness of the whole thing. And then they're also doing ten seasons. You know, eventually they age them up to go to college, this that or whatever. But you know, just that idyllic life. You know, it was like Ferris Bueller on steroids. You know, just that idea. Like, Ferris Bueller was right. so lighthearted and fun. And, like, here's, like, they're dealing with, like, real things. And, like, just a, just a, a, such a 90s time capsule thing. Like, that was fashion. That was the style. That was the stuff. They were the people that other people wanted to have their haircuts and look like them and do that for a time, too. It was, like, a whole thing. Yeah, of course. You know? And then, like I said, that bled into... Melrose Place, and we had just watched Singles recently, and that movie is such a 90s time capsule, so I mean, it's all these things that all just kind of come together, like, at this perfect, you know, this perfect moment, this perfect point. It's a perfect parade. It is. <laughs> and, again, to kind of wrap it back around, you know, you grabbed a star from 90210, you grab Luke Perry, put him in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's just 90s. When I think of the 90s, I think of 90210. I think of this movie because I think of like the later 90s, again, with like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then Angel. And I just remember right. Channel 11, WPIX, those from New York. I think it was the same in Connecticut, probably similar in Jersey. They just had like one night, it was just fucking angst. And then it was like, 
Vampires. Van- yeah, yeah. Because it was like one night is like mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek and like Felicity. Mm-hmm. And like that was like, it was like, let's say that's 8 o'clock and then 9 o'clock and then 10 o'clock's the news. That's just how they did it, right? 8, 9, 10 was the news. 11 would be like literally Cheers, right? Cheers or Murphy Brown or Seinfeld. That was like their lineup. 8 and 9 was their new programs. Then another night would just be Angel and Buffy. Like back to back. Calm for the vampires. And then I remember they had like... I don't know if it was Supernatural because that show just ended, so it's in my mind. But they had like a, a show similar to that, and then they had like yeah, no, that's more recent. I but feel that's like. been around like twenty something years, so that's yeah. why I could it could be possible that I'm I don't have that. I think it probably started in like mm, I they had a I'm show two thousand and they had a show that then they rebooted called Roswell, and then that had what's her name in it from like Catherine Heigl, who then would go on to star in a bunch of movies in the mid two thousands. Two thousand five. There you go. Um. They had Roswell about like aliens landing, but they were like teenagers. Everything was always like teenagers. Like, what was the was Superman just... one? What the hell was that? Lois and Clark. No. The new adventure of Superman. No, 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 no. Smallville. And then it was Smallville. Smallville. So I don't know how Dean long Kane. that lasted, but yep. then that spawned all their, more in the like the mid 2000s, I would say, and then into like the 2010s and stuff. That's when they switched to have like all these DC properties. A lot of properties. stuff, I guess, in the late 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but then they went to DC. X-Files. I mean, I know it's not well, a kid's the X-Files, show, but, yeah, but I'm just that saying, was on five. that was... That was on Channel 5. I don't even know if that's premiered yet, but that was on Channel 5. I think that's 93 or 94. Um, and that lasts a while. But specifically, like, that WB programming, I just remember all that. I remember the frog, the dancing frog. I remember that's where I watched WB, is where Saved by the Bell was on when I was mm-hmm. a kid. After school, you come home and watch that. Oh, yeah, it was on. After right school cartoons, yeah. then that. So... That's kind of why I wanted to watch this movie and talk about it. It is a silly Halloween movie. Yeah, it's it fun. Is. I mean, it's just, it's just a silly movie. It doesn't. It's not necessarily Halloween. It's not like this is a Halloween dance. What do you like? What? What about this movie really speaks to you about it being a '90s movie? Which I will say this: I kind of feel like the early '90s. It feels like. Very much. I mean, this is only a few years later. Like the late 80s, right? Like, if I was to watch this and not know specifically that it was filmed in the 90s, I I could be like, could have been 88, you know? And I would believe that. Well, you know, and again, I don't want to veer too far because I do like to go on, on tangents. So I'll go on a quick tangent for half a not second. Not you. But it's <laughs> like, it's like right now we're dealing with, we're dealing with like, uh, you know, high inflation. So the government is trying to tamper that inflation. So they're doing all these different things by raising rates. But like you don't actually see what happens when you do all of that for a while, right? Like any economist will tell you, you might not even know, you know, and even if you're in a recession or whatever, you might not know for a year, six months that like you were in the worst of it. Now you're on the other side or the actions you were taking today aren't going to really hit us until a year from now. So having said that with what you're talking about, I think more about the 2000s, where I think the early 2000s was just like peak. If you look at it, just everything was like peak late 90s, right? Like it all hit. So by 2002, 2003, then things really started changing, going in a different direction. I think that's how all generations go. I think it's really like a, let's say a, a one or two of the year to the one or two of the following. Like this is really peak, like so late we're, 80s. We're still cresting. stuck in the 2010s right now. I would say so, yeah. yeah. I would say a lot of the things are similar. You know, I mean, I really think about the year 2000, 2001, 2002, like you're going to college, you're still kind of in the that late is, 90s Is that that has mentality. nothing to do with the question that I asked yeah. you, but I do see what you're saying. I do well, I, I was just great. saying, no, I, agree. I, agree I agree that why it seems like the 80s. I agree that it seems like the late but 80s. But also when the clock strikes midnight at like on New Year's Eve, it's not like 
all fashion changes, all attitudes change, like all pop popular, like cultural things change. It's not going to happen. It's everything is gradual and whatever. Well, because what what I think what I think a lot of times what happens is I time the, is a construct. The other thing that I think of most is I think that there is the um, elder sibling parallel, which is what I'll call the next couple years, where you're if you have an older sibling, let's say you have an older brother, and you know most schools might be you know. You know, you might have nine through twelve or ten through twelve. So you're talking about people that were wearing these cool things that you thought they were cool. So then, in a couple years, you might have still thought they were cool, right? Or you're wearing their hand-me-downs, or you want to kind of be like that person. So you're still in that kind of same fashion trend, still in that kind of same, you know, until the trailblazers come in that start the new stuff. So that's why I think you still had stuff that looked late eighties, felt late eighties, um, but. You know, now you're starting to really get into the 90s, especially like when we're watching singles, then you really are seeing like the grunge movement because that's going to come to like all these areas later on right, that's a in the 90s. Because that's a movie grunge movement. Right, but that movement is what overtakes the And the beginning the 90s. of it, like particularly, where this right. is a movie about being a it still seems, popular teenage cheerleader, not being about that, you know what I mean? But right, that's but it still seems it like the fashion around. and the trends are still that like late 80s, you know, into that kind of trend, so... The thing to me that makes this movie the most 90s is the cast. Mostly the cast. Because the cast is just, it's like a late 80s, early 90s, you know, who's who of people that are going to have roles and stuff in the 90s. That to me, because again, the fashion stuff like that, when I watch Stranger Things, at least like uh, the season with them all, it's kind of, some of the ideas are still kind of similar to... This, you know, that kind of fat, like that exactly. mid 80s lady. Yeah. So it still kind 100%. of seems like that a little, like we're not all the way there. But the bigger thing about the 90s, which we really don't, um, we're going to see more probably in about like a year or two. I don't know when Jurassic Park comes out, but in a couple years. It comes out in 93. That's when technology kind of becomes more integrated. And I feel like a, a staple of the 80s was like, I, I joked, like, just in this house that these people have, there's just randomly two microwaves, like one stacked on another. I'm like, look at the two microwaves. You're like, why is it? What is that? I'm like, I don't know. They just have two microwaves. But things, well, are, the I, technology is very simple. But I think that the two microwaves is just to show that her family had money. I, you know what I mean? I know. Like, but what I'm getting at is, is but the it is, I've never seen a microwave stopped on top of another, like stacked on another microwave. It's the technology. There was not a single computer that I saw in this movie. Come Jurassic Park, everybody's using computers, like more like on screen and you're just making, but hold on, you're making assumptions about what the computers can do, right? Because the whole point is like, because like peak 90s, peak 90s and a movie that we're going to watch when it comes out is The Net with Sandra Bullock. You ever see that movie? No. The idea is she's like a shut in, but like she gets caught up in this like internet, like they're trying to overthrow the government or something. We're going to watch it. It's funny. But the point is, is that even then she's like ordering everything like to her house because she doesn't want to leave her house. And like she's ordering pizza through the Internet and everything's going through the Internet. So it's like way ahead. Like some of the ideas are way ahead, you know, of like the time period. But it's just like technology and about how like my main thing is just technology. Like 90s start to come yeah, and you start to see a computer in the background of people's houses and things. Sure, sure. What? What do you think? I think that you're talking about a movie that has nothing like you're talking about. <laughs> This movie and comparing it to The Net, which is about the internet. That's probably late 90s, right? And, no, I think it's Jurassic, 1995. And Jurassic Park, which is literally 
about scientists that made dinosaurs happen again. So it's kind of like, yeah, there's going to be technology in those movies. I understand. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying I feel like the comparison is a little silly. Well, the reason why I'm making that comparison, which I don't think is silly, is because in this movie, nobody really called anybody on a phone. So you can't say, hey, you know, a cell phone would have changed this or changed that. People just showed up at each other's houses. But her boyfriend did say he's left her many messages and she's never home, never answers the phone. Okay. Because, I mean, that is a thing, right? Like, now there are cell phones. Back then, you just called someone on the phone. And her parents are clearly never around, so... Sure. But her absent-minded parents, whether she had a phone or not, I don't think really care what she's doing. And if she's ghosting her boyfriend, the phone isn't... So, to go to the movie Singles, for example, one of the big things we talked about in that movie is, like, it hinges on two different things that happen with the voicemail machine. You know, one of them in the very beginning, like, he's kind of leaving a message or something for somebody. The answering machine? Oh, you called it a voicemail machine. And then the other, well... Then the other part is like, you know, he's leaving her a message, but she doesn't get it because the tape gets eaten. So she doesn't know that he's really still kind of pining for her and wants to be with her and wants to get back with her. And so then he goes in a spiral because she never gets the message. Again, you could see now just a simple modern technology. Oh, look, my ex-boyfriend called me. Right. Even if you didn't have enough room to leave a voicemail, you could see the person called or they texted you. So that's one thing that is such clearly, a 90s thing. even if she had a cell phone, it wouldn't matter because she was too busy literally killing vampires. Right. You know, but, you're not going to stop killing my... your vampires to say, oh, hi, hon. Sorry, I'm in but the middle of like... But that was my point about this movie. Yeah, there's nothing you could there's do. There's nothing right. in it specifically. It's also asinine. So like, <laughs> it doesn't, you know... There's nothing specifically that dates it from any time period except that you know... The fashion. By the fashion, by the fashion you know that it happens in the late 80s, early 90s, right? There's nothing else, really, I think, that kind of pigeonholes it. What I was saying about Jurassic Park and The Net was that those movies are making these assumptions because people don't know anything about DNA. They don't know anything about the internet. They're making these wild Hollywood things about how these programs and things work that weren't real. Gotcha. And that is a specific 90s thing. But I'm sure there's movies like that in 92 also. Maybe they're just not as popular or we're not thinking of them offhand. But like Terminator, Terminator 2, you know, I mean, those had a bunch of ridiculous futuristic stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like, I just, if you want to compare Buffy the Vampire Slayer to Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show or to like uh, Rats or something, then that's different. You know what I mean? I don't. So I'm just going to say what I what I was saying or kind of the point of where I was going was just that very soon in the 90s, they're going to play fast and loose with technology. This is I one think of the last are, movies I, that But I'm trying to say that I think they already are. This They might. We're just not. That's not the movie we watched. But we did watch Terminator 2. And if you don't think that's playing fast and loose with technology. I don't. We'll go ahead and tell you that like if you. Okay. But if you take a movie. That's a sci-fi movie, and you set it at a different time in the future, you're not really playing that fast and loose with technology. Like, if you are going to make a movie called Jurassic Park and say, we got this DNA from a mosquito, and then we're going to clone dinosaurs, when none of that is possible, in reality, you're just making something up. Right, but that's like... That's not technology. That's like fake science. And that's, I'm sure that's in his book. Like that was like in a Michael Crichton book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's, it's, not it's like, fa- yeah, it's, it's, ju- like it's, it's junk science, right? Exactly. But then, but then you're going to talk about, you know, the movie, The Net, when we watch it and you're just like, these things don't happen on the internet. Like that's just not how the system I mean, works. I don't know about 
you. But I feel like when you were describing Sandra Bullock's character in that, you were describing me. <laughs> I'm and how legit, I just legit. order food on the internet and try to get things to come to me. Legit. The without wi- having to speak to The humans. wildest part about that movie is she's like an expert level like hacker or whatever. So these people target her, whatever it was. So she's doing these things that in 1995, you're like, I don't have a computer. I have to go to my grandma's house to play on her gateway to play like a <laughs> shitty game. Like this woman is able to order Domino's pizza to her house well, you gotta go play without ever talking to Minesweeper on your grandma's gateway. That's it. You know, <laughs> so it's just like that. That's kind of what I'm getting at where they were like doing things that weren't real. And that's going to be fun when we watch some of those movies yeah. because some of that stuff is going to be like, wow, you can just literally do all that now with yeah, your phone. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. And it's going to be hard to know like what actually was real back then and what wasn't. Yeah, because that was that, that's like one of the things that they just would always make fun of about that movie to be like, this is not how any of these systems work. Right. Now, later on, they will. There will be an app for that, right? But then they didn't work that way. So that's why it was very silly. This movie had really nothing of that um, that I could think of because everything was straightforward. You know, and when you set things in a school, part of the advantage is that you get and you set it with younger kids and high school kids. Part of the advantage is that you get is that you do get a wide swath of freedom to kind of have things happen (coughs) in a vacuum and have them happen without you having to kind of account for technology and stuff. Because it's like, you know, I'm sure most schools now. I don't, we don't go to high school, but I'm sure they're like, put your phone on silent or leave it up at the front or whatever, you know, so you're not, you don't have to worry about as yeah, much people texting each other and doing, you know, put it on silent, whatever it is. Or I know some schools like you have to like leave your phone or you, you have to turn it in the front mm-hmm. or whatever, but when you start the day, cause they don't want people just like, you know, texting, doing whatever. So you can kind of get around some of the things that you think about in modern technology and modern Right, stuff. right, right. Where like a you know twenty something year old always has their phone, so they're always able to text someone or able to get in contact with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. So this is like, you know, hey, oh Buffy, where'd you go? Uh, I I found this older guy. Ew, he's like fifty, and we're just <laughs> hanging out in the graveyard slaying vampires. Like, pretty stupid, right. pretty fun. You can't even Google like what your weird vampire dreams mean. Yeah. You know? No. I exactly. will say that her reaction to finding out that she's this, like, chosen vampire slayer, she doesn't seem as impacted by that information as I would imagine most people would. Jen, if you went to bed every night, had various different dreams of you looking the same, because she looked the same, interacting with similar looking people throughout different timelines... And then you were told, oh, hey, that's because that's in your bloodline and that's what you're supposed to be. I mean, I feel like you would just embrace it a little bit. You lean into it a lot. You were just always having dreams that you were a professional wrestler. And it's like, I'm always just a wrestler since the 1920s. Like, here's this dream of me being on the the carny circuit here. And then I was a wrestler in the 80s and whatever. In the 1860s, you're a wrestler. You know, you're wrestling a a bear in in a sideshow circus. Like, watch Jen the little girl wrestled the bear. Like, I mean, you'd be like, okay, I guess this is where I'm supposed to be. It's my thought. That's wild. That's a wild thought. <coughs> it's a hot take. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and put that in hot takes. I'm going to tell you. I mean, I've had a lot of weird reoccurring dreams. I still think if I found out that any of those dreams had any like reality if in the, them. If a, if a man 30 years, your senior showed up, 
and said, I have been looking for you and Come. started quoting your dream. Come with me to the cemetery. But he also starts <laughs> quoting like her dream. Be like, did yeah. you have this dream? No, it's oh, wild. I had that dream. Oh, I had this. So like, come on now. I'm I would be. So, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that she didn't believe that she should have not believed it. I'm saying that she should have been a little more freaked out about it. I like, mean, we love Game of Thrones. Dreams, prophecies, they all come true. Come on, man. Just, just, just get with it. You didn't have the internet, like you said. Talking about dragons. Like you said, you didn't have the internet. So yeah. if you didn't have the internet, like I, I always Google my dreams your, all the time. You Google your ailments. I sit next to you and you're like, oh, uh, my sprained toe could be a sign of, uh, you know, whatever. Could be a sign of a uh, leprosy. And I'm like, Jen, you're not a leper. Like, what are you talking about? I never once did I ever think I had leprosy. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that's true. But I tried to give it something <laughs> outlandish there. <laughs> And you just looked at me like, mm, mm. You didn't actually have to really exaggerate too much to make some of the things I do outlandish. Right. Well, that's true. Oh. <laughs> I mean. So that was kind of the point I wanted to watch this because it's a quote unquote spooky movie. It's got some vampires. It was fun. You want to know who was supposed to play Buffy originally and got more trivs to throw at you? Originally. Give me a hint. Um, She was in another yet different... She was in a Supernatural show later on than this. But she was in a Supernatural show. So she show. was in Charmed. And she was... Was it Alyssa Milano? It was. See how I knew that? That was too good of a clue. I should have given you a... She was a I was actually going to say... Um, Shannon Doherty, so I was going to say, who's also in Charmed. I mean, you just would have had, you just would have like Dino Two and O, just all around doing their thing. Yeah, that would have just basically been about like Brenda. And can you, can you think Dylan. of another movie now? I mean, like honestly, another movie now that I could think of, and it's also vampires. Where you're just like, wow, all the people went on to do things is like Twilight, right? Where you're like, that's silly. All these people go on to do things. Although I would say maybe some, oh, I don't know. But it's like they you did all go on to do things. Yeah, you're just like, here's this movie. That like is very specific to teen drama and like like grabs a certain level of like teen angst that's universal, but then like time capsules it for a time period. It's like silly. The entire premise is silly. I would say like, maybe like Twilight or something because you're like, yeah, it's a silly and it, but it like so captures like that I'm sure time there's period. Tons. I'm sure there's tons of them. Well, we're gonna start looking for them as we look for these. Days and movies. Confused. I think we were talking about that the other day. The thing that's about, a '93 movie. The thing about Days and Confused though is that, and we were talking about this about potential ideas, is that it doesn't take place in the '90s though. No, no, no. I'm just saying as far as like teen movies that are silly, that then some of those people like had amazing careers i'm just using, i'm just saying i'm talking that. about time capsule though where oh. you're like this movie these people oh, yeah. this was the time period like these people are the time period and then they're going to explode out and like shape kind of some of the pop culture and stuff of the time period right because like oh, twilight good, goodwill hunting although that's not a silly movie that's yeah. definitely uh, yeah because i was gonna say like twilight is like man you know Pat, <laughs> pattinson and kristen stewart to shape all the stuff kind of from that and that's really where they like launched and had. That was just what I was thinking off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well. but there's there's other stuff. So, costumes. You go on trick or treating. Who do you want to be this year, nineteen ninety two? Oh, I don't want to be Catwoman because I I don't want to be what everyone else is being. I want to be Buffy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna make. I was probably a vampire because like half the time I would just be a vampire. I was, it was always just, like, a vampire. So... I really I would never. At that age, probably want to be Buffy because I wouldn't, 
I was not that girly. I'd, I'd rather be a vampire. But now looking back, I'm like, that would be fun to be wear a little cheerleader outfit with like a steak and blood. Like that could be fun. When Maybe I'll be Buffy this year. When Freddy Krueger went more mainstream, then I was Freddy Krueger. So I remember I had the glob. That oh, was fun. that must have been fun, though. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, I mean, you just have the thing. But then you really think back at it and be like, I'm dressing up. I'm letting my son, who's like 12, 13, 14, dress up. Eleven, dress up as like a pedophile, like a burned for being a pedophile. I mean, everybody dressed like lot. Freddy Krueger. I know it's a nineties thing where you're just kind of like, I want to be or Freddy like Krueger, and you're like, I know Freddy Krueger. Yeah, no, be fun. Edward Scissorhands with the just thinking about the fun hands. That would be fun, but also not practical. Not practical. Well, it's also not a nineteen ninety two thing. It didn't come out yet, did it? No. I, I feel like it came out in ninety one. Really? That? Yeah. Oh. Um. Because didn't it come out before Beetlejuice? 1990. 1990. Yep. Oh, man. We I can't feel even... like Beetlejuice comes out in 93. Oh, I can't even watch No, 98. It. And 1988 is Beetlejuice. Wow. 1988. Yeah, Beetlejuice came out before Edward Scissorhands for sure. Wow. I knew that. Because yeah. I saw that when it first came out. And it scared me as a little kid. Uh, I mean, Beetlejuice... The I didn't like it. Two it parts of Beetlejuice I didn't really like. There were two parts. And again, we're going on a tangent here. But two parts of Beetlejuice I didn't like. I didn't like the part. I didn't like the end. And then I didn't like the part where they're like all the people are at the table and they're like torturing them. He's like torturing them and doing weird shit to them. Remember that part where like there's like and like the the sculptures come alive and like start like. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I saw it in this entirety (sighs) once and I really there were things that freaked me out about it. I the part I remember not liking. We're talking about our Beetlejuice traumas now Mm -hmm. was when they. The cult, like they aged really fast. Yeah, yeah. And that like that was I think at the end. That was like all I like, kind of. I did not like end. that, and that that's why I'll never watch a movie. It freaked me out so much. I was like, oh. What I didn't like about it, I would say. <laughs> they got the little tiny head. Yeah, <laughs> like what I didn't like. What I liked about it was the world around it. I just didn't actually like Beetlejuice. Like Michael Keaton did such a good job as that character, and like you see it, and you're like, his wonderful performance, amazing, like comedic mm-hmm. and scary and creepy. But like as a kid, just imprinted on me. Like, I didn't like Beetlejuice. I probably saw it when it was on home video. Like, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it So I probably saw it at 89 or 90. Or on, like, HBO, maybe. Right. So I probably saw it when I was way too young. Like, seven or eight. And it just was like... I just didn't... Same. He just, like, scuzzed me out. It was weird. It was just... But... I wonder if... I wonder if we'd feel differently if we saw it when we were, like, 15 or 16 for the first time. Maybe I'd be like, oh, that's a really cool movie. Well, like but, I felt about Edward Scissorhands, but I was just so freaked out about the whole thing that I also didn't. It it was too. But that's a Tim Burton vibe. It freaked me out. You know, and there are people. I mean, he's been generational. There are people, you know, in our generation that are '90s kids that then got into Tim Burton. Those I like, are all Tim Burton. I movies. like Tim Burton. I'm not. Right. I'm not like a super fan. I know a lot of people are I'm not, but I really appreciate his movies and I love. I love his style, and I think I probably would like Beetlejuice more if I saw it when I was older. Right. But it scared me as a kid, so now I'm done. You know. Right. And like I said, it's one of those things where that's like you know. Just like that movie with the aliens that would eat eat you and then take over your body. I forget what that one was called. That one. Body snatchers. Maybe. Uh, That traumatized me as a little kid. Anywho. Vampire. So it's funny. This this movie wraps into you know now the the number one costume when we looked it up apparently was Catwoman. Everybody wanted to be Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman. Yeah. In Batman Returns. And then, you know, young boys want to be ba- uh, Batman and they still wanted to be. Now, this wraps in our potpourri section. Our we did grandmas. see, when we, when we watched Shit. that that news story from 92, we did see a lot of creepy politician masks, which I forgot that that was a huge thing. People would wear thing. those 
those plastic. Did you ever wear those? Those heavy plastic masks with like the eye holes? I did. Oh. I wore one of them as the mask. I went as the mask one year for Halloween. The mask. So the Jim Carrey green mask. Oh. With like the suit. And it was like the mask. Because all you did was just put on the mask. Like you're yourself in the suit. It was like the yellow suit. And so you're yourself in this silly yellow suit. And then you put on the mask. And you're the mask. And you're like, bah, 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 bah. Like you're just over exaggerating everything you're doing and everything like that from that movie. Does, so, did you have a little dog with you? I did not. I did not. I was. Probably, that was probably the year that movie came out too, because that was the thing. I think they even made like I feel like they also made like a mask cartoon. I don't remember. Like I it didn't... was just like a thing for a moment, Hot very tape. quick moment. You didn't like it? No, it was too much. So I wore it for that. I'm trying to think any other things I wore a mask. Probably at some point wore like a Wolfman mask. I feel like I had one. But you know what sucked is like I always think of always think of. You know, like when we were growing up, we didn't have a ton of money. So I always think of Step Brothers now, where at the very end of Step Brothers, they, they the credits are rolling and they're up in their treehouse, which also has the boat in the treehouse. <laughs> and so they're in the boat and they're opening their presents because it's Christmas and they're adult men. And they're like, oh, a Chewbacca mask. So one of them has a Chewbacca mask that like kind of looks cool. And then the other one just has the shitty whack, like the shitty mask. And he's like, oh, it's not movie quality though. Oh, is it like the it's one like with, like the, the, with like the rubber bands behind it? That, yeah, that it's just mask. like the shitty mask. Well, no, it's just that shitty like latexy. But like, so one of them, I, th- I feel it's like, like a good I feel like mask. it's uh, John C. Riley's character puts on. It's got like burn it like looks like it's like a you know like a, it looks like Man. a mascot helmet i've seen that movie 800 times and i do not remember that scene uh, i'm gonna show you it. i'm gonna show it to you when yeah. we're done but it, oh, and he literally and he literally just goes oh it's not movie quality so like whenever <laughs> i would ask to be something for halloween or whatever like we'd always end up getting the shitty version of whatever it was so it's like i don't want to have the freddy krueger ma- had a mask too so i didn't even wear that mask because that mask was like shit it was all for the glove but it was like you end up with the <laughs> shitty mask but then there's like you can be Freddy Krueger for like $35 or you can get like the $95 movie quality mask. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, the mask is cool. We just never, my, my, my parents were just never into that. So and my like, mom made vampire. most of my costumes yeah. or it was like I was wearing the same vampire mm-hmm. cape every That's year. Um, I remember one year I wanted to be Rudolph because as you know, I love Christmas and I True. always have. Um, and I remember my, my mom got me these like, you remember those sweatsuits? That you would get from, like, I don't know, Kmart or Caldor. That's what Caldor knows. But they were, like, these sweatsuits. Like, probably Champion brand. Just plain sweatsuits. It was a white sweatsuit. And she dyed it brown, but left the middle part of it, like, the belly part, white, so it would be like a deer. She tried. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I had, like, a ball that they cut a hole in and put on my nose. Like, a red... I mean, it was... How old were you? Probably five or six. I was really little. Okay. No, little, little enough that it wasn't bad. Okay. Little I was be like, this so, sounds dramatizing. I think I actually have a picture somewhere of it. I mean, yeah, no, I was young enough that like, it wasn't like I was 12. Yeah. Like, that sounds dramatizing. <laughs> no. I think at that point I was just like, I'm going to be a punk rocker or I'm going to be an 80s punk. Like, I just did that Well, but by, by the time I was like 11 or 12, I think the only time I wore a costume or did something like that mm-hmm. is, is if we were going to like a family Halloween party or something. Because outside of that, like trick-or-treating with kids or whatever you didn't have to do anything like that you just literally put in vampire fangs or just grabbed your old like I said grab that old freddy krueger silly mask and just like have it in your hand and nobody cared because there were so many kids like in my block just people going trick-or-treating just hordes of kids like nobody was like I know. who are you they were just like take the kid like everybody was like fuck 
take the candy. The reason I asked about the masks was because we saw all those like politician masks, like mm-hmm. Saddam Hussein. It was like mm-hmm. w- it was weird. Because I was ninety one. Desert Storm or ninety. That was Des- Desert Storm. Yeah, but they had all these masks. This was ninety two, and they still yeah. had it. But and they were saying the most requested mask was like Ross Perot, but they didn't have enough. I, I, the whole thing. Well, but when you wore those masks. Because I never wore They were so hot. That's what was my question. Were they A, hot, B, could you see, and C, did they smell? Because it just doesn't seem very First of all, they didn't, whatever those masks would have been, they wouldn't have had a kid size mask. So I would not have been able to see out of that. If I take a mask now, I could probably (laughs) see out of it. But then later on, I think they got more kid size or they might have had like kid size. They were hot as shit. Because it was just all that rubber and latex. It was hot. Can't be healthy breathing that in. Like I could imagine, was my healthy? face would probably. What was healthy? She out. literally took out an aerosol can and shot Dracula, her fucking nemesis, in the face with the aerosol can because, like, we were still no, doing talking the big about hairspray. Being a real life child, I'm not talking. I'm saying about we were still doing, but we were still doing the big the hairspray. Aerosol. We were still doing. We're having supersized fries. We're still having everything in foam. Like, nothing was healthy. We were still doing whatever the fuck we were doing. <laughs> it's true. Like, no, nobody was like, wait, wait, you have a rubber or latex allergy? Maybe you shouldn't put that over your face to look like a shitty Richard Nixon. Like, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> They're just showing shitty Ronald Reagan masks. Like, maybe we shouldn't do that. I think there was a Hitler mask in the background. I'm like, There definitely what? was. Because, that's again. That's not okay. That's not okay now, but back then they probably no. It wasn't okay then, but now it's like ever okay. No, I know, but it was acceptable. People did that. People were doing it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Wild, wild, wild. You know, and again, like you, you you think about all the memes, you think about all the jokes now, like with Spirit of Halloween and stuff, where they would appear. (laughs) But like, I remember the masks and stuff. At least by us, the place to go to get them was like they had like a magic shop. It was called Ronjo's Magic Shop, and I remember it, or Ron John's Magic Shop. And that would be the place to go to get, like, magic shit and also, like, masks and stuff like that. Like, he had, like, the Halloween, like, like the cool mask. Because remember, they'd have to order that shit and then they'd get it in. They probably would order it from a fucking mail order catalog from China, right? They're ordering it in and then getting it. So they don't even know what they're going to get. Right. And then they have to put it somewhere. It wasn't like it is now where you can look online and press on Amazon and you get the fucking costume delivered to you. And they definitely didn't have the retail space to have those costume stores all year round. So you're either going to a department store and fighting through whatever that is, or, you know, you're going to a specialty shop. So I remember the magic shop had the fucking masks and stuff. Had the cool shit. Had, like, the cool masks and stuff. That's my Halloween memories as a kid. That's my potpourri. That's my masks. Don't wear those masks. They weren't good. Oh, I can't. I can't. I think I wore one for, like, a someone else's for, like, a second. And I was like, ah, I can't even. I think, think that's also one of those things that, like, it, like, ended. It was, like... It may say mid nineties into the late nineties, and that like those like big heavy things like fizzle out. I don't think that they're big and I don't think they're as big and bulky anymore. I think they're more, you know, probably with better materials. I should say. No, I feel like we dropped the ball this year. We don't have any costumes. I don't feel like you dropped the ball in twenty twenty two. Halloween. Halloween. I wish I knew what I was every year. Like I wish I wrote it down somewhere. There is like we have bins of old costumes. We could always go get a costume, but also I don't think you really need to be in costume to just give kids candy. So maybe we're not going anywhere uh, this like, year. Maybe we could go somewhere if we had costumes. Maybe I want to be in costumes to give kids candy. I mean, if you had, if you were going to get in costume, my recommendation would be April O'Neil, right? Just just wear, like, just yellow, be April O'Neil. Be a reporter. I'll be a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I want to be a Ninja Turtle. I mean, then be a Ninja Turtle. I'll be April O'Neil. Anyway, point being, let's talk 
about the most important thing here in our sleepover. Mm-hmm. I just finished trick-or-treating. We just... Do you smell like wet leaves and shaving cream? Yes. <sighs> but I have my candy. Okay. How much of it did you already eat? How bad is your sugar rush right now? Mine's through the fucking roof. I usually wouldn't eat a lot when I was on the road. Like when I was going to Well, you had to check it for needles and drugs, you know? I mean, please. But (laughs) usually wasn't, usually didn't have a lot when I was on the road. So I'm home and I dump out my candy. First thing that needs to be done each time is what? You need to check it for needles and drugs. We just went over this. Well... That's not what went down in my house. And you also need to count them. You need to know exactly how many pieces of candy you Also have. not one down in my house. The no, first we had thing, very different houses. The first thing that would be done is we'd have to bring our candy. We can each have our own piles, right? Me, my brother, and my sister. We can have our own piles. But I had to bring my candy. We all had to bring it to a central location. So our parents can pick out the shit they wanted. What? They would steal your candy? Not steal. Just take a couple pieces, right? Because they're they're adults. They're smart enough to realize, like, I don't need all this fucking... Also, I don't need all... Like, hey, I'm going to take some of this put this aside. My dad loved Tootsie Rolls. Take his Tootsie Rolls. You know, he liked Hershey Kisses. He wasn't hurting anybody. He liked, uh, you know, just regular chocolate. Yeah, nobody's going after that. I feel like my kisses. mom took Almond Joy, which I didn't like anyway. Oh, Almond Joys are delicious. So she would take those. Whatever. You know, like, nothing nothing wild. But, I mean, you sent your kids out in the streets. You got three kids, you sent them out. Like, yeah, grab a couple couple pieces. So there would be a hierarchy in my family of about what things would be worth. Some of us like certain things and other of us like the other things, right? So for but me... But here's my question mm-hmm. before you continue. Did you have ownership over your personal pile? So even if you're... So your brother... After like nine, I had ownership of my pile. Other than that, like my parents would take the candy away after a certain amount of time. But you get your bag back. It's not like Okay, but I mean like in the context of like... My candy was my candy. Okay. Because you, cause you go to houses and then people just say, pick what you want. So you pick. Because you're saying you put all this candy in a central location. No, you need to bring it to the through. parents so, now so the I'm parents can see. that you don't have ownership over your personal no, 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 no. candy that you just, hunt. no, no, no. you just hunted for. You hunted and gathered to get that candy. Like my dad likes M&M's. You probably got hit with eggs. I my, don't know. My dad likes M&M's. He likes Tootsie Rolls. Like nothing crazy. So like, I didn't really want that. You know, the house yeah. that's given Tootsie Rolls and Smarties, which is like our house. I'm like, our candy sucks. Like I want. So for me, the hierarchy of candy goes. Number one, with a bullet, Kit Kat. Like, I'm going to trade you two for one. Any two candies you got for a Kit Kat. Yeah. That was the rule. I'll so give like, you all of my Kit Kats if you give me all of your Reese's. Done. Your Twixes. Done. Your Milky Ways. Done. Your Almond Joys and Mounds. Done. So if I end it, so, let, so let's say, let, let's say this is the scenario. Let's say I have 50 pieces. Man, I wish we knew each other as kids. If I have 50, I would give you my 50 pieces of that for your, let's say, 10 Kit Kats and 10 Snickers like I win. I'm not giving away my Snickers. That's the thing. So I also, number two is Snickers and number three is Starburst. Because the thing about Starburst is I love Starburst. You can have them. But those motherfucks, sometimes, not, listen, everybody's got their own fucking opinion. But I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, pink, God, are you going to go off on the orange? Pink is the best. True. Right? Well, red is pretty good, too. I'm not a fan of red. Cherry? I Actually, my second favorite is lemon. So when I would get that pink, because sometimes it'd be like pink and yellow, I'd be like, yeah, I like this. So okay. would you would you pre-open all no, of No, 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 no. You can't do that. What are we doing? You got a starburst with two things. You don't know what's inside. Yeah. It could be a double red. Sometimes... 
I remember like in the late 90s. I love that they got their shit together now and they just sell just the reds. I remember in the late 90s, I feel like those motherfuckers too, they, they did like the tropical and you're like, nobody fucking wants mm. these tropicals. So then you'd be like, fun size. So like you'd have the two pieces of tropical. You're like, I don't want the mango. And you'd be like, what the fuck? So th- that was always a crapshoot. I love Starburst. You know that. But don't know what it is. I do like Starburst. So that those are those are my things that I wanted. Like I enjoy the orange, but orange is like I can kind of take or leave. Like the red I like, but it's pink. It's like yo, if I got if I open one that's double pink, I'm like I won the lotto. The pink strawberry, right? And then the red's cherry. No, the p- the red. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. I think, and now I know you like the lemon ones. Mm-hmm. I don't love them, but I mean, like, I'd rather have that than cherry, but I always want a pink. I always want pink. The worst thing to me would be if you open up that, those, those starbursts. Double lemon. Oh, This should be illegal. Because, like, you get a lemon you and orange. You shouldn't be able to have a double anything. You're like, get a lemon and orange. You're like, okay. So, I mean, that was my hierarchy. What was your hierarchy? Like, th- top three. You're like, yo, I, f- I had to give all of my loot. I just spent was four hours getting this loot. No, no, no. You had to, you spent four hours getting your candy. Mm-hmm. And you come in and you're like, here's the loot. And then you trade it in and you get two for one on each piece. So, let's say you had 80 pieces. You're going to get back, let's say, 30 pieces, right? What are the three candies you want those pieces to be? See, it's hard for me to think about this because... I didn't trade my candy. My candy was my own. Okay, but what is the last candy? What's the candy you eat last then? Like, what's the last stuff? Is it Smarties? You know what I mean? Like, what is your best stuff? What I know it's got to be Reese's. You got to have the peanut butter cups up there. Peanut butter cups to me were number one. Right. Love peanut butter cups. I love peanut butter. Right. Peanut butter cups. um, Well, I think. (sighs) Hold on. I'm going to stop you for one second. Stop you for one second. So, like, at least in my house, what it would be, you know, growing up. Like, let's say you went to the grocery store, you got, like, one special thing. So, if you want to get candy, right, that's your special thing. So, nine times out of ten, I'm probably not going to get candy. I'm going to get a bag of chips. Right? I'm going to get, like, Doritos or something because, like, that's my special thing, right? Like, Doritos, and then I get, like, say, Dr. Pepper or something. I'm, like, 12, 13, 14, whatever. So, like, on a Saturday, I'm going to play video games and have Cool Ranch Doritos with Dr. Pepper, right? Mm-hmm. So, the idea is I didn't have candy a ton because I'd rather have these other things than have the candy. Right? So instead of having the candy. So that's what I'm saying. What are the top, like, boom. You know, you were an only child. Maybe you had the candy and the chips and the fucking soda and the Slurpee and 25 things. I got one thing. So if I'm choosing my one thing, I'm choosing, you know, like I said, I'm choosing Doritos. And I'm going to have iced tea and Doritos. I'm a fucking winner. Right? I'm going to have Fritos. I'm a winner. Because nobody wants that but me. So what are your top three candies? I just told you mine. That's why I trade. Okay, well, this is problematic because I don't like... Picking favorites. Peanut butter cups, number one. It has um, to be. It is. I really... I liked... So I was like, the cool thing about Halloween was that you got these candies that you only get during Halloween. Like, even now, when we Whoppers. got the Halloween candy, we like, I love Milk Duds and Whoppers. I'm never eating Milk Duds, and I'm never eating Whoppers. Nope. On Halloween. Maybe I... Maybe you get... A whatchamacallit. Or like... Who's my what's it? What is it? A, a hundred grand? hundred grand, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Those were delicious. Mounds? I mean, you can get a mounds. The problem with me is that I'm, a, I'm an odd duck, right? And as a kid, I liked Almond Joys better because I liked milk chocolate. But as an adult, mounds was dark chocolate. I'm like, I would rather have dark chocolate, but I also want the almond. I think the best part about... But the- yeah, so I would say, okay, well, I'll answer your question, then I'll let you go. Peanut butter cups. Almond Joy. 
and we're gonna go we're gonna go Milky Way. I think the best part about this podcast is for you as an adult, you're sitting here like I can't make a choice about me as a kid. It's like, it's not real. You can go get all the candy you want. You can go buy, we can go right now to Sam's Club or Costco and you can get the giant thing of all the chocolates and pick <laughs> no, whatever can. the fuck you want. want you're an adult. Like, you're an adult. You have We have candy downstairs ready for kids to come by. You could do whatever you want. You're like, I just can't pick three things as a kid that I liked. Like, what I does that mean? All. Well, the thing is, I can't pick favorites if I literally liked it all. Like, Charleston Chew... You can get out but of here. But what is the first three that. pieces you're eating? That's the point. The first I'm enjoying three. peanut butter cups. And then it's a crapshoot between <laughs> Snickers, Twix, and Milky Ways. I like those three. It's a crapshoot between because any have, fun size black candy. They all have caramel. And I like True. caramel. True. I used to take the fun size Snickers and put them in the freezer. Oh, no. I don't I break, break my... My oh, dad... I fuck up my teeth, too. My dad does that. And then he I just kind of like gnaw on put it. Put candy in the fridge and then it's dead to me because I fuck up my teeth. Except... And this is a candy that nobody liked but me. I did like a Three Musketeers bar. And I did like those in the fridge. I liked them cold. The nougat. Did I have it's nougat? Just nu- it's just nougat. That's all it is. But they're just so light and fluffy. And then they say that they're not as fattening as other candy bars. So then little Jen felt like she could just shove them in her face all day every day. Oh, man. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, I was more into the chocolate candies and the sugary ones although i did like starburst i did like skittles i like twizzlers and tootsie rolls i i'd prefer like chocolate you know now we're gonna play a game here normally we play fuck marry kill okay you are on the spot <sighs> this is a 1992 edition <laughs> fmk okay Halloween, Thanksgiving, or New Year's Eve. Because for me, on New Year's Eve, my parents usually go play cards with my cousins. So we go see our cousins. We get to stay up till midnight. Okay. So the thing is, it was special. No matter what day it was, you got to stay up all night. So New Year's Eve was special. There's hors d'oeuvres. You Mm -hmm. stayed up. You went outside and banged pans and pots and pans. Pigs and blankies. You might get pigs. I'm like, or if my parents are going to play cards, they would leave us at like my grandparents' house. So you, you still stay up all night. So you get to be up all night. So mm-hmm. as a nerd who played video games, that was fun. Like, here's another day. I get to stay up all night. I agree. You know, so. Always I, pigs and blankies. I, I didn't pick Christmas specifically because one, I know you love Christmas. But two, because I feel like that's a loaded thing. Because like, if you are American, those are three American holidays. Like, uh-huh. if you're Jewish or something like that, you're not going to celebrate Christmas. So then it would be like, well, it's Hanukkah. No. It's also New Year's like, Eve. Everybody, if everybody if, had New Year's Eve. If you grew Eve. up with, like, any sort of privilege whatsoever and celebrated Christmas, it, it's probably most people's favorite. I mean, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. it's Halloween. Maybe, but it's it's always a contender. And so, you know, knowing me, that it is my favorite Halloween. So one of them you could have back once as a youth. One of them you can have back, um, you know, for, you know... You just get rid of it, and then the other one you get to have Every forever. year as a kid? As a kid, So, yeah. So what you're saying is mm-hmm. I get to celebrate these holidays as a child. Mm-hmm. One of them I can choose one time celebrated as a child, one never again as a child, and the other one every single year I get a day of being a child. As a child. It's all about my, being My a answer child. is very easy. It's all about being, or younger. It's all about like your, your, chi- your childhood. If I get to be anywhere between... Five to 18, my answer is the same. Okay. So. 
I will... Well, how should we order? Okay. I'm getting rid of Thanksgiving. Everything is... All the food is brown. Adults talk about politics and work and insurance. And I just sit there and I melt away. Or my older mean cousin gets me to eat gravy, which I hate, by telling me that it's special gravy that tastes like strawberries. And everybody... I, I hated Thanksgiving. I didn't hate it. I mean, there was a lot of desserts, you know. But it was not my favorite. It's very brown. I thought of it as brown. Now I like it. But anyway, it's Thanksgiving. Get out of here. Okay. One time I would do New Year's Eve again. Okay. And every year I would experience Halloween as a kid. Back north where it was chilly and there's leaves and it smells like shaving cream. From when I was a little kid and the group of kids in my neighborhood with my mom chasing, like following, not chasing, but following around. Because my neighborhood was such a good trick-or-treating neighborhood. Right. To when I was a teenager and went to stay out all night with my friends and silly string people and trick-or-treat even though we were too old to. Or, you know, maybe have a couple drinks. You know, just all of it. Like, it just felt, it was my, it was the best. It was the best holiday to be a kid. Like that. But yeah, that and Christmas. But it just, you could be a little naughty, you know, without it being that bad i loved it so i'm gonna go ahead and tell you my three okay but i need you to let me of course have my row you're allowed to have whatever you want i'm gonna start with the one i'm gonna kill okay i'm gonna kill new year's eve oh wow you just told me how special that was it was special it was fun it was cool i did enjoy it um but i'm gonna get out of here oh because it's more like New Year's Eve, when you hear the rest of what I'm saying, is better, a little bit as an adult, but more like a, there's a special little, there's a sweet spot to New Year's Eve, and that eventually becomes amateur hour. So as a kid, it's interesting, and it's cool that you get to stay up all night, but it's also kind of like, eh. Yeah. Would you watch the, like, best of Dick's, 1991? No, like, during the, the, the day, there were all these specials, like... The news specials or VH1 would run sure. things about like the prior year. It would, yeah. it always to this day I get very sentimental on New Year's Eve and I always think about the year and like as a kid I would get like that too. It was, sure. it was always kind of like a weird emotional day for me. Anyway, so I'm going to have a one night dalliance with Halloween. Ooh. I love Halloween, I but know. what I love about Halloween is I love the season. I love horror movies. And then really I liked it more as like college into like a adult. Right. Because I feel like there's, oh. I feel like there's two types of Halloween. Fun for all ages, really. I, I feel like there's two types of Halloween. There is the, I'm, I'm going to go out with my friends, which I didn't have a ton, ton of friends and stuff, but I'm going to go out and cause mayhem Halloween. I'm going to go out and get candy, which again, I already said, not a huge, not a huge candy fan. But why not both? You're going to do both as you get older. Or then you're like, I like to dress up or get dressed up because I was, I randomly go to parties in a costume when no one asks because I just like to just the <laughs> idea of getting dressed up and having fun. Right. Right. So, so I like it more fun. older, right? Older. This would be a right. different thing. And I'm going to marry Thanksgiving because I really enjoy the food, which I can't wait to talk about next month when we rate them. <laughs> We're going to have a rating. We're going to rate our top. Are we going to rate it from 
when we were kids or now? Oh, from what you were eating at the table in 92. Okay. Not from now. Because I definitely know that I make shit better than some shit better. We have to but, come with a list of the things but, that were at the table. But, but yes. turkey... We were allowed to have all the Coke or Pepsi we wanted, so we were just running around like lunatics, <laughs> playing football in the front yard with our cousins and stuff. You're off that Thursday. You're off on Friday, getting ready for Christmas, just all the feelings. Yeah. The Grinch would come on that night. We'd always sit and watch The Grinch, and then we'd go home from my aunt's house after that because that was like how The Grinch stole Christmas. They'd always play that like on Thanksgiving. Yes. The parade. The parade. You know, I, you think, know I love a parade. I think I might actually switch it. The dog show. Like, it's all I might there. switch it from, from New Year's Eve to Thanksgiving only because, like, I don't know. You're right. The, the parade. And there. it just was like the... And I remember my dad would be like, Jen, 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 Santa's coming in the parade. And I'd run in and see Santa coming. And it just... It, it's like family that... Some of them aren't alive anymore, and it just doesn't mm-hmm. exist in that way anymore. And I think and it'd be everybody, cool to relive that. What I always liked about Thanksgiving, and I mean, you know, even for us this year, it's the same kind of thing. There's no obligation to come and bring a present, or, to, or or if you're a kid, to be like, oh, I hope I get this or that. There's no expectation. You're just going to eat a meal, right? So you're just getting together with all these people to eat a meal. I like presents. I know you do. That's why I left specifically left Christmas but out. But I like giving them, too. And you eat specific food that you generally only eat like once a year because for us we never really made a turkey that just wasn't a thing like oh i thought you meant like on thanksgiving i'm like what but you mean other than thanksgiving Uh, yeah like you (laughs) don't you know like some people sometimes make that didn't i feel like maybe chicken some some people may do that for you know like sometimes people do it for christmas but other times they don't so again you'd have that it feels like two turkeys so close like, to each other and like for me growing up like we would go to two different families things so we'd have like an italian thanksgiving which is bananas like just i mean you i know s- i've been there at your you family, start with so pasta like, and then turkey and all that stuff and then we'd go and have the irish one we we're still having all the stuff wait so you would delicious. eat two thanksgiving oh, yeah. di- okay well we have to save this for next oh yeah next month but start with wow. pasta and meatballs Oof. and sausage I'm and upset. you know <laughs> That just sauce that had been marinating with just neck bones, delicious, like fall off the bone meats and everything. I know you ate meat, but pasta, <laughs> everything. And then, then you'd have like turkey. I don't even think we'd eat the turkey at my grandparents' house usually because... You're going to go get a turkey at the Irish house. Because we'd eat pasta, let's say like 11, 11, mm. 30, 12 o'clock. And it was a sauce that my grandma had been making since like oh, 3 so o'clock it was like in the morning. Oh, so like a super delicious. Oh, yeah. And there's just like hand-rolled meatballs from like 3 o'clock in the morning. Did they have raisins in them? I heard about they your, did. the raisin meatballs. Some of them did. You know, that's when she would get <laughs> Only some crazy. of them? So it was like, they were like little, they were like they little were mines? You wouldn't even know. She'd make some. It was like Harry she, Potter jelly beans. In the sauce. But there'd always be like hot <laughs> sausage and sweet sausage and fresh peppers. Delicious. Oh. No, just delicious. I just got heartburn listening to your thing. I'm having it now think, thinking about it as well, but it was so good. And then, <laughs> so we'd have that and then we'd go and then have a traditional Thanksgiving. And like I said, play football and football's on and just sports and people getting together. And like you said, there is the bullshit of people not liking each other or whatever, or arguing or, you know, but the point is, is that they were it, also really good. Times it's a time too. just to get, I'm going to switch mine and I'm going to do that because New Year's Eve was as a kid, it was just usually me and my dad would just... And it was always fun. We'd make a bunch of little treats mm-hmm. and watch movies and stay up and watch the ball drop. But um, Thanksgiving, yeah, you know, that's never coming back the way that it was. Because no matter what, like New Year's Eve even now, like people can get together or not get together. But it's like once you get to a certain level in your life, unless you're really going out to like a party, it's just kind of like a 
day, sort of, right? And like you said, it's more of like reflection. It almost just becomes kind of like an extension but I, of but just think, like Christmas Day. But just to think chill. about Halloween. Think about being able to relive that every year as a kid again. Oh my God, what I would do. Because I love candy. I did love candy as a kid. I loved dressing up. I loved the, the, the decorations and this, uh, the whole thing. But most just... of the time, I would stay home, right? So I would stay home probably from when I was like maybe 13, 14, or I'd come home early. I'd sit upstairs in my old house. We had a TV. I'd watch horror movies, and I'd be the one answering the door and giving the candy. So you'd have to run downstairs every time y- kids... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that far. You know, you could see people oh, coming. Oh, because you had, like, the... the it was little... like a split ranch, and yeah. I was, like, sitting so right there. So it was, like, there. five so steps. Just wa- yeah, just walk down five steps, give people candy, come back. So okay. I'd eat kind of the candy that was there, maybe go out earlier in the day. So for me, it wasn't that, like, I'm going out with all my friends and cozy mayhem, because I was like, I just kind of want to watch... They're having a Halloween Halloween movie marathon, like Halloween the movie, right? That would be on... So I'd watch Halloween one, Halloween two. Like, so that's like similar to what I do now. I'm just like, I just, every Halloween, I try not to go out, try to stay home. So I know kids are out and whatever. And, you know, I always just get crazy. Like, you can't see somebody or whatever. You know, kids are excited and having fun. So I just like to stay home and just give out candy and watch horror movies. Just sit around, do nothing. That's what I do. That's just what I like to do with it. So that's me. So that's why I'm saying as a kid, you know, as an adult, Again, you can still have fun with Halloween. There's still you can still go to cool Halloween parties if you're into that. You can still kind of do that kind of stuff and go to bars and they have Halloween parties and get dressed up and yeah. do all sorts of stuff. Well, I want to experience it as an adult. I want both. Well, I'm sorry. I would this this conversation about 1992 is about right. the, the the 90s. You get to get it in the 90s. Like we're not we weren't talking about the future because again, you know, certain things do get better when you grow up, and then other things kind of you know there's a lot of them. So that was my FMK. Yeah. For this well, month. Um, I'll I'll kill New Year's. Right. I'll have medallions for Thanksgiving, and I'm just living that Halloween life. Because New Year's, even then, like even when you're in college, like New Year's really peaks kind of after you're in college. Because when you're in college, you're home. You generally go home, so you might see your friends. But then you're with your old friends from high school, and it's a whole nother like exciting it thing. It is. I'm not listen again. I'm not saying it's not. But that, that's more like a you're post, at like real parties. Where like people are in their twenties, and yeah, it's like, oh, this know? is a. Like, I remember my first, my first New Year's home, a freshman in college, I went to this party and it was just like, it was so much fun, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just... Yeah. No. It was a cool night. And like, it it wasn't, I don't really remember much of it, but I just remember being like, oh my God, this is like a real party, you know? Well, like, to me, it was like New Year's, like once you're in college, that's when it starts to get real. And then by the time you're in your like mid to late twenties, I feel like it kind of crests a little. I mean, obviously people can still keep it at the top level if they want to. They can still go to the bars, still go to the things, still go to the parties, still host the parties, still have the wild, you know, do that. But for me, that was that progression. Like Halloween now is just at like a level. If it's on a Friday and you want to go out, you can go out, you know, and cause mayhem. But Halloween's a mayhem night, no matter what you're doing. It's fucking mayhem. It's gonna be a disaster. You you're, like the if guy you're an from adult, the insurance commercial. If you're an adult going out drinking on Halloween in costume with your significant other and you're just going out, like, just, it's mayhem. You, you uh, just expect mayhem. This is what's going to happen to people. Remember we went to our costume. friend's birthday party on Halloween? When we had a friend that whose birthday is on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, we went to mayhem. that party. And yeah, it was just mayhem. That Everybody. was so much fun. Yeah. So. And, and was, you were, you were Jesus and I was the Long Island medium. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good cost. Those were good costumes. And you were just calling on the spirit. I was like, I sense the spirit. Thing. I sense the spirit. And then spirit. I would just come over and bring and you, you a drink. You... <laughs> like, here you go. Oh, man, we used to have fun. Yeah, we still do. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add to this 
Halloween sleepover mega podcast? No, because you know what? This is one Halloween of um, many more we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can save Halloween kid parties and yep. Halloween traditions and jack-o'-lanterns and all these things for next future, year. future podcasts. For next year. For next year. Yeah. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. Like, subscribe, follow. Keep a eyeball out for our rebranding. Yeah, we're going to change our name. It'll be fun. Yeah. You, it, we it'll, think we'll it'll still feed, work, that we'll, it'll be the same. You could subscribe. Like, if you subscribe now, you can, it'll just uh, No, but there'll be, I think that you have to, we'll have to do a new feed. But there will be a, uh, we'll definitely put an alert out when that happens. So oh, Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you can change it. We'll figure it out. Um, we're, we're getting there for can, the new year. we will, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, we're learning we're get, this whole podcast thing. So. We're getting there for the new year, but we're having a good time. We're glad you guys are along for the ride. We appreciate the listen. And um, that's all I got, Jen. What about you? Yeah, I want to go eat some candy. That's it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go raid the candy now. We're gonna have to go yeah. get some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye.